Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to O23 Radio, the only show in the industry that focuses on optimizing the other 23 hours of the day. So you can transform your clients and your career on a whole new level. This show is for seasoned coaches and experienced leaders in the health and fitness industry to engage in professional level discussion on all things regarding bigger impact for our clients, better incomes for ourselves, and real meaningful influence in this loud and crowded space. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode one of O23 Radio. Uh, this is your host, Coach Jordan. I'm here with owner and founder of O23, Brian Costello. Brian, how are you doing, man? I'm doing really good. I'm excited right on, to, right uh, to have a fun conversation today. Exactly. Happy to be here. And uh, so with episode one, we figured it only made sense to start at the top. Start at how O23 came to be about because I think it's easy to look at a finished product. You know, we have this coaching course and the things we're doing and think that it just came to reality. We just made a decision like, hey, let's change the, the, the way that health coaching is. But in reality, this whole course is got a deep story to it. Really, it's a, a manifestation of a lifetime of learning, experiencing and, and seeing ways to do things better. And so we want to just dive into how it actually came to be about and, and Brian's story and, and how we really did it. So, so Brian, why don't you just take us to the beginning of things and kind of how this all started and how it came to be where we are now. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree that that's probably the best place to start. Um, yeah. Cause like you said, the finish, the sort of finished product, right. Can be misleading sometimes on, on the, what the journey looked like to make this thing come to life. And um, so I think the best place to start is um, you know, with something that's still relevant or it's kind of in you know, my career and uh, I started as a CrossFit affiliate owner. I owned CrossFit Long Island for uh, just about seven years from 2010, uh, January of 2010 until June of 2016. So about six and a half, seven years altogether. Um, and it was, it was interesting because it was, you know, early on in the wave of, of affiliate ownership and, you know, the, mo- the movement of CrossFit. And um, so I got to ride the whole roller coaster of like, nobody knows what CrossFit is to, it's blown up everywhere to, you know, to, all the misinformation, like, you know, that was all part of it. So anyway, I was, um, during this time, I was really immersing myself in, in the deep study of really the CrossFit methodology, but, you know, fitness in general, movement, performance, things like that. So, um, over the course of those years, I was very fortunate enough to have a lot of people come into my gym and and train with me. And, uh, we had a tremendous success and, uh, we helped a lot of people, and uh, but along the way, I started to know, notice, and realize that, you know, after a few years, you know, most people would come into the gym, and their first few years were just like, you know, the honeymoon phase. Like their life changed. They had this like epiphany of like, um, you know, I'm a fitness person now. I'm a, I, I take care of myself. I'm, I'm doing the best things for myself, and I'm getting better every day, and smashing PRs. And, all these things. And after a while, I noticed that, you know, the kind of lifespan, so to speak, was um, not as long as I would have liked it, right? Meaning like people would start to get to this point of plateau, burnout, you know, goals getting further away, not closer. Um, the sort of love for the, da- the daily process would kind of start to change. And, um, and we did everything as a coaching staff to prevent that, right? Like we were all in on, on our service and, and um, but 
I started to realize after a while that in a group format, one hour a day, a couple times a week was a, was a limiting, a limiting barrier between me and helping the client get to the, um, get to the, the places they really wanted to go. Right. Cause they were here. They, 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 they start this fitness journey cause they want to better themselves. Right. And you know, they were, they're loving it while they feel like they're bettering themselves. And as soon as that slows down, the relationship between them and, and fitness and their health starts to change. Um, does, that, does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. 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 After time, when the results start to go that you lose the passion and then a lot of people start to drop off and that's like what you really were finding in, in the gym. Yeah, exactly. And, um, I was, you know, I, I let this get, you know, this was a big thing for me because in my mind we were, you know, we were all in all the time on our service and coaching refinement and developing our, our staff and, and going better, better, better. Um, and you know, it's not like we weren't, you know, people, there was success left and right, you know, everyone's doing well. Right. But the seasoned vets started to start, you know, to plateau a little bit, like I said, and burn out and maybe consider different things. And they know they needed more and I knew they needed more. I just didn't quite know exactly what that more um, was. And, and even though things I thought would probably be the answer, I didn't really know how to deliver it. I didn't know how to get it to them in the, in the format that we were in. I felt kind of handcuffed by this group format. Um, and, uh, lo and behold, the, the point of the story is I never really actually figured it out while I still had this gym. Right. Um, it caused, um, it, it was a, a factor in some of the things that made me decide to, to leave the, that portion of the fitness industry at the time. And there's other factors which we'll get to, I'm sure. But, um, one of them was, you know, I started to become frustrated with, with this idea of like, this is really the ceiling. This is as far as I can take people in this format. So what do I do? And this is, uh, like I said, this is sort of having these inner conflicts in probably, you know, four or five years into the seven year thing. So this is like 2013, 2014. There wasn't as many other like programs like ours or similar ones out there. Like I didn't really know who to turn to or, or what to do. So, so anyways, this was a, a part of me realizing that this isn't, going to be uh like the answer um but i just didn't know what it was and along that time um i was starting to experience among many other things i was starting to experience a lot of similar things different different reasons but similar results stress burnout loss of passion um just like not feeling good even though i was like living practically living in a gym and doing all the fitness things uh, right that I was supposed to be doing and all this stuff. And I still was just, uh, I was having a really hard time. Um, well, and Brad, I want to stop you there before you keep going. Um, like, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about your like athletic background? You weren't cool. just a general gym goer. You, you know, you were at the, the, the top end of the fitness spectrum and you were still going through this. Yeah. I mean, I don't know like top, top end, but like, you know, I was competitive. Right. Yeah. And um, the thing was, so I was, I was competitive in the sport of CrossFit, right? In kind of the early days of the movement, I was, uh, you know, a regional athlete a few times and uh, we had a team and everything like that and uh, did a lot of local competitions and, and did pretty well. I also um, competed in another sport, which is kind of like obscure, but like I was, it used to be an ocean lifeguard and they had these other, comp they had these competitions as well. Um, a series of, of, of different types of things. And um, I actually, uh, did very well there and it was very important to me even though it's kind of a weird thing and i still was taking it very seriously 
Uh, I was traveling the country, traveling the world, actually, international competitions and things like that. So I was trying to compete at CrossFit at a high level. I was trying to compete in the sport called beach flags at a high level. And it's basically beach sprinting. And I was also, um, you know, in my mind, running this gym is not a competition, but it was, it was very, very important to me to be running my business at the highest possible level. Um, so, uh, you know, throughout my mid twenties, uh, all of those things were doing really well. Okay. Like the business was booming. I was, you know, making it to regionals and doing well in CrossFit. I won five consecutive national championships in, in my sport. Um, so all the big boxes were, were checked, right? Like every, everything was great. You know, on paper, kind of like the, uh, the resume, the resume mindset, which is something we talk about in the course, like, you know, the resume was great. You know, I had everything that I should have to have this sense of, of you know, happiness. Um, but ultimately I was very tired, very stressed, um, starting to feel lost. My bot, my body was just breaking down on me. The wheels were starting to come off and, um, you know, ultimately like I just wasn't happy really. Like I wasn't as happy as I wanted to be. And I kept, you know, I always just kind of find myself saying like throughout the day, like, I just don't feel good. I just don't feel good. Like all the time. Like it just, you know, I was either tired or hungry or whatever, like all these different things. Like, um, ultimately I decided like, I didn't really know what the answer was just similar to for my clients. I didn't really know what the answer was for myself either, but I just felt like, all right, I need to change. I tried to change a million things within what I was doing. I decided I needed to just change the big things and, and move on. So, um, uh, at that point in 2016, I decided to, with really no real plan. I decided to just move on to the next chapter and kind of see what, what came next. And so, yeah, like you, like you said, you're at that spot. You could clean and jerk 300 pounds, but you felt like garbage when you woke up every morning. Exactly. It, right. It's, uh, is this really worth it? Is this what we're actually chasing? And yeah, there's definitely a lot of people in that same boat. And so, you know, past post-2016, you sell the gym, you start kind of moving on. What does that next step actually look like for you? What did, what did end up happening? Yeah, so good question. And, and on your previous point too, it's like, yeah. I had the, the numbers, right? You know, I could clean and jerk well over 300 pounds, snatch 250, dozen muscle ups, unbroken, like the stuff that like I was aiming for all these years, I was reaching those goals. But the feelings that I had, you know, like I said, I just, I felt, I just didn't feel good to be alive every day. Like it didn't have this vibrant energy and, and all these things that I thought would come with these things, right? Um, so when I, when I left, I, for the first time in a very long time, because I really, as a, the gym owner, I you know at one point we had about 250 members and between two and 250 for almost the entire thing. And like the way I ran the gym and especially cause I was younger and I didn't know how to necessarily protect my time and everything like that. But I, I, uh, in my mind, you know, by 250 members, I was priority number 251, right? Like my, my health and my, um, just my life where, you know, every, I was just whatever you need, I'm there. And, um, you know, that was part of the reason why I just felt so burnt. But anyway, so the first, for the first time in really my adult life, I decided to take some time and focus on myself and my relationships and the people close to me and the things that are important to me. And um, I started realizing, yeah, like just more fitness wasn't going to be the answer, right? More, you know, getting those numbers up a little bit more or whatever wasn't, wasn't working. And I had tried that a hundred times. I tried different competition training. I had 
tried different coaches. I tried different things. What I realized it wasn't more fitness. Um, so I kind of set forth on, uh, you know, at the time we were, I was lucky enough to be living in like a awesome, like kind of like lake house. And I uh, had this, just a lot of, on Long Island, there's not a lot of options for, you know, it's, it's not as, um, it's pretty populated, right? But this part of Long Island was pretty rural. It was out towards the, the East End and, you know, it's on a lake and had all these woods. And I just started like, just taking time to be by myself and be quiet and be still. Started meditating. Uh, I was really getting into breath work. This was a while ago, but, um, you know, I had been studying Wim Hof for a few years, and, but I was actually taking the time to like, do it every day and journal and all these things. And I was exploring a lot. And I was exploring, you know, this is now Instagram is becoming like a thing, right? Where like you can follow all these people like, and learn all this stuff. And like, I'm finding myself down these rabbit holes of, of, of holistic healing, right? And balance and physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. And, um, and I'm, I'm like really sucked in and I'm captivated and I, I'm starting to, my eyes are opening to the idea of like, oh, fitness, you know, what I was doing. I mean, that's just, that's just part of it, right? Like there's so much more to this. Um, and I started exploring and I became like a, my own little science project in a lot of ways. And um, ultimately the, the major turning point as I, re, I was really reconnecting with nature, right? In a big way for the first time really in my life or at least since I was younger. And um, one of the big, a big turning point, something that comes up quite often, so I'll touch on it here without going too much into it, but a big, big turning point that can't be ignored was um, I did an extended fast, right? And uh, my wife actually did it with me because we were both kind of, she was in this with me as well from, from all of it, and we were both stressed and run down. And, um, you know, we kind of, you know, we had a lot of things to, to work on, right? And we knew that. So we kind of wanted this, like, once in a lifetime type reset and fasting was in. So as I was exploring kind of all corners of the, of the health world. And like I said, going down some, some, some rabbit hole type stuff, fasting just kept coming up. It just kept coming up. Like no matter where I looked, no matter where I turned, it was like this, I couldn't ignore it after a while. Like, all right, I need to like understand more about this. So we really started researching and learning and we did this extended fast. And uh, we actually, we went 30 days without eating any food. And that might sound crazy and it kind of sounds crazy to think back and look at it. But, um, you know, we just, uh, we had this basically like a shot of herbal tinctures every morning. And then we would drink about a liter of uh, juice each day. And then we did many days of dry fasting. In fact, the last two full days were completely dry fasting. So uh, the point is here that fasting uh, we got, and we, you know, I'll, I'll cut to the chases. We got so much more than we bargained for. Um, but fasting is a, a very, very strong tool for healing. And I started finding myself feeling like I was actually allowing myself to heal and letting my body kind of take over. And I started to recognize the power of our bodies to both know what we need to do and have the ability to be able to do it with little to no outside help, right? Like how intelligent our being is. And uh, this was a, I got to experience it firsthand. And as I cleansed and cleansed and cleansed my gut, um, I started to become much more deeply in tune with, uh, with myself, my intuition, right? My, my soul really without, you know, getting too crazy, but yeah, like I could start to hear the voice in my head so much more, cl more clearly. I could, and the voice was not only 
um, becoming more clear. It was becoming much more direct in what and telling me what I should and shouldn't be doing and the things I needed to let go of and the things I needed to look forward to and, 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 and do. Um, so that was like the big turning point. And uh, that kind of set me on this, like what we would call holistic journey. Right. And um, yeah. So from that point forward, you know, there was, it was kind of all bets are off. I kind of did the, you know, I was kind of out in the, you know, the uh, living the hippie life a little bit, you know, it's things that might scare some people, but um, I was exploring and I was learning a ton. And uh, ultimately I started having tremendous you know, a return to just feeling really good every day and feeling energetic and alive and having um, deeper emotional connections and deeper uh, sense of well-being and, and happiness and um, significance. And um, I started, of course, instinctually because of my time coaching and all the things I do, I wanted to share this, right? Like I wanted to, to help other people uh, experiences as well. Right. And especially people who I saw now looking back in the fitness world who were, you know, different story, you know, different version of the same story, you know, still burnt and stressed and run down or whatever for different reasons, but same stuff. And kind of like say, listen, it's, you know, there's more to this. We have to, we have to open our minds. There's so much more to this, but same time, I was like, how do I get somebody to, how do I teach these things to somebody? I mean, I was reading like, books upon books upon books listening to all these podcasts like all these different doctors authors coaches like uh i was just connecting with anybody and everybody and talking like i said about stuff that's not everyday stuff and i was putting myself you know i was doing the deep introspective work on my own and my own healing like how can i help someone else do this um without having to literally do all of this you know what i mean like how do i like teach this it just seemed like i for a while i just could convince it was impossible you couldn't, there's no way I couldn't teach someone else how to do this. They would just have to, you know, kind of figure it out on their own like I did. And then um, I, I realized that I was actually more just afraid of that challenge. I think that, you know, I, I started to realize that it wasn't true. I was just kind of like this challenge of that scared me. And then I started realizing, all right, that that's my challenge. That's my calling here. And I started leaning into the idea of like, I need to figure out how to take myself three or four years ago get him to where I am now in the most efficient and effective manner possible with structure and sequence and, and, and make it an actual system. Yeah. And, and that's the big thing. Well, anytime, like what we're doing is different. It goes against the traditional grain. And so just that thought alone is, is scary. Sometimes it's, it's intimidating to want to try and put that out there. And yeah, when you think about how do I put four or five years of the most experimental times of my life and condense it into a program that can get someone from A to B quickly. Like that's not a small task, but, but that's essentially what we've done here. And uh, one of the things I love you talked about is just your own treating your own body, like a, like a bit of a science experiment. And realistically, I think everyone needs to get back to that spot and come to health and fitness with that mindset, because mm. ultimately you can't have someone just tell you, Oh, do X, Y, Z without any type of context and ever have that last so much of the health and fitness you know industry right now is just follow this plan i'll hold you accountable right and as soon as that's done well like you nothing actually changed right. there was no real transformation there right. so so after going through all of this yourself yeah talk about a little bit uh, a little bit about creating the system um this course that is what we what we now do right uh, definitely uh, and to hit on a point there you mentioned um 
it, you know, it, it comes to our own experience, right? And, uh, you know, something we teach in the course, three X's of expertise, explore, experiment, experience, right? So go out and explore and find the, these, these teachers, these coaches, the people who are, who are speaking to you that you feel called to explore what they have to offer, experiment with yourself, obviously, you know, uh, mindfully, right? Not like, you know, you know, try, test things, retest, evaluate, et cetera. And then, you know, go out and just, you know, just actually experience it, like reflect on your experience. What have I learned? Where, what has improved? What hasn't um, all these things. So that, and that's what makes you an expert. And that's, what's going to, that's where your value as a coach is built on your ability to help other people say, yeah, this is what I did. This is where, what I learned. This is what I tried. This is what worked for me. This is what did it. Um, you know, or, you know, I think that, you know, maybe this is a problem for you based on my experience with blank. You know what I mean? So, uh, just being, like you said, just like teaching it, like learning in a book, getting like the answers, quote unquote, and then handing them to someone else and saying, here, do this, uh, isn't going to get anybody anywhere, really, both, you know, your clients in their, in their transformation and you as a, as a coach in a career and as a business, right? That's not kind of how we're going to bring this lasting success. Um, like you said, so yeah, I wanted to hit those points, but then I forgot actually what the question you said was. So yeah, it was just, uh, basically how your transformation how those realizations turned into a course like basically how did you kind of start to systemize it and, and turn it into what it is right now good yeah good question so yeah like i said i started to feel this challenge of like all right this is this is going to be your work for a while this is your work and i kept telling it's funny when i, I reflect i remember talking to my wife a lot like just kind of i started just using this term my work my work even though i wasn't like in business at the time right i had taken time off i was doing all this stuff and like but like my work in my mind started to be like, this is my work. This is my, my life's work. This is my calling. Right. I've, I've, uh, you know, to take all the skills that I have as a coach and a, and a, a mentor or in a business owner or whatever. And all this new understanding that I have as a, a holistic lifestyle expert. And like my work is to now put these things together. Um, but it was quite the challenge. Actually the sort of very first thing that I, I did was I developed an assessment. Right. And, um, the, uh, and, and I know you're familiar. I don't know if you know that this is what actually came first in the journey was the, the assessment that we call the look, the lifestyle optimization and obstacle calculator. And it's, um, we call it the look cause it takes a look at exactly where you are now. Cause I started realizing if I need to take someone from, from point A to point B, right. We need to have a really, really good understanding of, of where they are and what's going on. And I felt that in the fitness industry, there was a terrible, terrible lacking in good assessment of what people are doing in their lives, not just, you know, rate from one to 10, how you feel, or like, what, you know, what's your activity level from one to 10, you know, like, no, not that BS. Like we, you take that and somehow give someone a, a meal prescription or whatever, based on that, like a real assessment of the things you do and don't do every day. So you can say, all right, this is what I'm doing. And this is how I feel. So the, the, how I feel stuff, people are like, yeah, this is like, this is how I feel. I'm lacking this. I'm lacking that. I'm overweight. Whatever. Okay. So, but what are you doing? Everything that you're doing throughout your life is playing a role in how you feel. So this is how I look. This is how I feel. This is where I'm starting. Right. So I was like, if I'm going to guide someone through this, I need to know where they're going to start. So that's actually what came first. And um, then, uh, you know, it, I realized like everything else, um, sequence, structure and sequence, right? Like structure and sequence, like in the gym, we use assessment, like I just gave an example. Then we use some kind of sequential, normally sequential, progressive 
program, right? So I was like, okay, that makes sense. If we use these kinds of systems in the gym or in other coaching, that's probably what would make sense here, right? Um, so I started realizing it needed to be a system where every person that would want to go on this sort of journey would need to, it would uh, go uh, basically through the same kind of order of, of education on the principles and execution on the process, right? So it's education and execution. Um, so I was very challenged by this. This was not easy. This has been years and years of work and still is always being refined and tweaked, of course. But um, it was like, where, where would I start? How would it work? What do they need to learn first, right? What do they need to understand? Um, it's not about learning more, it's about understanding better. They need to understand better. So, um, uh, so anyway, so I started, you know, building out this, this idea of what I would do from each person, how to make it, uh, everyone gets this sort of general education. So they understand these systems and uh, understand these concepts and methods, but then very individualized coaching along the way to make it uh, actually work for them. So that's, uh, that's, how you know what i call intuitive health and performance which is kind of the base of what we teach that's how that all uh, came about so to fast forward though over this time i was working with people individually on these on these concepts and um, i began to, to about a year ago decided or a year no well almost two years ago now decided to take it online right and and grow beyond my my personal home gym that i was using and stuff like that um and uh what I started to realize was like that I was onto something here that had a, a, an immense potential to really help people fundamentally transform their lives. And I was very excited about that, of course. Um, but what, why wasn't, what was kind of li a limiting factor in my mind was, you know, with the, how immersive the coaching is of, all right, I can probably put like 30, 40, maybe 50 people a year through my system, right? Through this, this, um, it wasn't a course at the time, but just through, you know, through this system, have this like, you know, big, long lasting life, life transformations, which is awesome. And I can make great money doing it. And I can be comfortable and all that stuff. However, it just seems like not enough, right? It seemed like I can help more, you know, how could I get this to more people? And then eventually what I started to realize is I need to be able to get this system in the hands of, of, of coaches, really good coaches who care about their clients, who care about their career and be able to systemize it even more that I can teach it to a coach. And then if I put 30, 40, 50 coaches a year through the system and they all go out and put 30, 40, 50 people a year, you know, their own clients through the system. Now we're having big time effect, a much a second degree ripple that's much more in line with, uh, you know, my aspirations for impact. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, you can help way more people in the impact just scale so greatly when you actually teach the coaches compared to going direct to the consumer. And the other big thing too, is obviously both of us have had tons of experience coaching as like coaching is a, a an, an interesting industry in the level of professionalism. And by doing this, I know you're super passionate and I'm super passionate about helping coaches, um, you know, make this a real career. So as much as, yeah, we want to change the health spectrum, we want to help change the coaching industry and allow the coaches to live their life, which is really where, you know, the courses started to, to progress. And so, 
yeah, like really just kind of talk, you know, the, the, the passion behind helping coaches and helping people is really kind of what's driven, you know, this to where it's at. Yeah, absolutely. And one point, so one point I kind of, I didn't, I didn't hit along the story is that, um, yeah, so I had taken time off for a while to really work on myself and I had the luxury to do that and, and everything. Um, but uh, you know, that, that didn't last forever. Obviously I needed to start, you know, making income and making money. And one of the things I was kind of doing on the side and I had started doing this when I still owned the gym was I was doing consulting, business consulting for gym owners, coaches, uh, based on all the success I had had already in the industry, uh, as a coach and a business owner. And, um, it was weird though, because in my mind, that was now just kind of like, you know, my side gig, something I'm, I'm good at, you know, it's, it's a value that I, that I can offer. And, you know, I have always had a passion for the business side of things and the entrepreneurial lifestyle and innovation, really. I'm kind of an innovation geek. Um, but I, uh, I, it was weird. It's now seems weird that I didn't see this, but I was kind of seeing these as two separate things. Right. And when I, started to have the epiphany that I needed to get this system in the hands of coaches. Um, I also started to realize that, well, coaches, if they need to, if they want to go out and do this and really help people on a big level, they have to know going into it uh, with, you know, a reasonable sense of certainty that they're going to come out of this in a position where they can grow and evolve their career and their business and, and, make the income and live the life that they, that they desire and that they deserve for helping people on this kind of level. Right. So, um, what I did there is then I kind of sort of married these two ideas of like, all right, they need to learn the coaching system, but then we also need to provide them with all of the tools and the systems again, um, on the, uh, you know, how to, you know, kind of package it, market it and sell it at a high ticket value. So the people they can find the people that need them, and enroll them in the process of, of transforming themselves and then make the living and the income that they deserve and reach that financial freedom so they can be a, a kind of a next level coach, right? Make it a, a true evolution in their career, a true, a true, um, a true jump to a kind of a different, I keep using the word level, but like a different, uh, you know, tier, of professional of a health professional, right? From a fitness coach to more of a health professional. And I realized it had to be the full system. We had to give them both. And, and then once that all clicked into place and I married those two ideas and we started building out what's the current form version of the system of the, of the course is when we're like, okay, got it. Makes sense now. And, uh, and ever since then it's been, you know, slam the gas pedal full steam ahead. So that's been really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Cause really like, you know, our overarching mission of changing the, the health spectrum of the planet really doesn't happen without coaches. Coaches are the ones, you know, they're the soldiers on the front lines actually making that happen. And they can't do that if they're making $32,000 a year and getting churned out with a three-year life or career expectancy. And so once you realize that this stuff, it is, it's all the same. It's human advancement, you know, whether you're learning how to generate leads or learning how to coach someone on getting better sleep, it really is all the, under the same umbrella and the same principles. And so a um, couple other things I want to ask, but before yeah. I just want to get really, really clear um, for, for anyone listening, we're talking about this system and, you know, the holistic lifestyle for clients, like when you were working with them and for our, our clients now that are working with, with their members, what results are they actually getting their people? What are they delivering and, and how are they impacting these people's lives? Just real clear, just for, for people to understand. Yeah. yeah, that's a great question. So, what we don't do, what we don't teach is 
um, what I believe is one of the biggest issues in, in the healthcare and even fitness or like health coaching, like any kind of coaching industries where people come to you with like a problem and you say, okay, what's the problem? They tell you and you say, all right, let's like attack that problem. Right. Um, and like, you know, just let's get, let's get the symptoms of this problem to go away and kind of call that fixed and healed. Right. And we, ta- we, we, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, we don't look at it systemically, right? We just kind of break everything apart piece by piece and just focus on one piece at a time. So what, what we talk about or what we teach and what uh, the concepts that we deliver are looking at the body holistically, right? So we use the term holistic. It means the whole body, all of the systems of the body. And it also means all four, uh, all four bodies of the human, which are physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. Um, so instead of coming, someone coming to you and say, oh, I don't, I, I'm not sleeping well, uh, can you help me? And we look at sleep or I'm not eating well. Can you help me? And we look at nutrition. Uh, we actually encompass all of these into one uh, radical kind of life changing transformation. And um, we call it, you know, the, the term I like to use for it is like the new day one, right? So we take someone, a client through this system. They fundamentally uh, rebuild their, their understanding and their ability to execute and optimize their life in the areas of food, sleep, movement, and mindset. So they have a full, uh, clear understanding of, of what works best for them, how to build it, in, you know, build it into their daily life, and then how to, to fundamentally rebuild their habits and behaviors so they are positively progressing their life every single day when they wake up. They know tomorrow will be better than today. They know the de- next day will be better than that. And, we, and with that, we, they can position themselves back into the driver's seat and have full control of their own health. They are empowered to know that I have everything I need. I'm capable of taking care of myself. I'm not relying on any other person or system. Um, I have this, I now have the clarity and the understanding and the tools to go out and optimize myself and live the best version of my life every single day. So it's, it's, it's what we call, we use the term sometimes, as you know, the, a once and for all program, right? So it's like you're helping someone go through this fundamental reset and you're coaching them uh, not to need you anymore, right? They're coaching them not to need you. But what you're not doing is saying all of your problems in your life are going to be solved at the end of this program, right? It's, it's not the end result. It's the, it's, we're bringing them to a new beginning. We're bringing them to a new beginning. Like I said, their new day one where they're now prepared. It's like the, the, the second half of their life, right? Um, so does that, does that answer your question? Totally, totally. Yeah, yeah. And just the, the, the thing that I love so much about the holistic approach is nobody gives a shit about improving their nutrition about getting more sleep, but any of that, they want to feel, they want to thrive. They want to feel good and you know, vibrant and live the life that they want. And they just have this belief that it's because they're eating too many carbohydrates that they're not feeling that way. You know, whatever society or, you know, their, their co- old coach, whatever it is, has put this belief in them mm-hmm. that it's mm-hmm. this thing. And that's why they come with this problem to you. Yes. And now as the expert who can look at it holistically with every system, you can now actually fix what the real problem is to get them to that outcome. Because yes. yeah, at the end of the day, no one cares about their nutrition. They care about how they feel and nutrition is just a tool to get there. Exactly. Exactly. And right, everyone, they, they, they want to feel and most people, especially in fitness, because what we have to remember here is this is essentially, you know, it's health coaching in the fitness world, right? Where people are uh, in most cases working within, fitness industry already. And they're working with people who already have a certain level of care and buy-in and like they're, you know, showing up every day and like doing 
the things on the, you know, that they think they're supposed to be doing and told that they're supposed to be doing. Um, and, and many of them, they have, they start to get this resentment. Like I should feel better than this. Like what, what, what's going on here? Like I'm supposed to, I'm doing what I'm told. Um, what's missing. And, um, like you said, like they're not excited necessarily about, you know, having better nutrition. They just want to, you know, whether it's lose the weight and feel better and have the energy or whatever. And, you know, so, but we live, like we said, we kind of live in this world where it's, oh, you come with a problem and we address that problem and then send you on your way. And a good point to bring up uh, just real quickly is that most of the problems um, that we point at, like say weight, like say someone's like, the problem is, you know, I'm overweight, right? Um, that being overweight isn't actually the problem. Being overweight is the result of a bunch of problems, right? And the, those bunch of problems aren't just nutrition. Those, those problems are, are nutrition, of course, part of it. It's, it's sleep and sleep-wake cycles and balance, and it's stress, stress, stress. Uh, it's the mindset that they attach to these problems and the emotional stuff that goes with it, et cetera. So if we just attack the problem as weight loss, put them on some kind of like, you know, rigid meal plan that they don't really like or enjoy, but like actually gets the weight to go away. And they're like, okay, problem solved. Uh, that's not, you know, that's the same, that's the same type of deal. Just giving someone basically a pill or prescription to make their, you know, digestive issues go away or something uh, and not get to the root of why they're having digestive issues in the first place. So um, in the, in, in fitness, we're in that case, we're no better than the, the failing healthcare industry because if we take that approach, makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. It's just a bandaid that isn't going to fix anything long-term. Right. And so right. uh, before we kind of you know, start to, to wrap it up and look in the future a little bit, um, we've talked about going beyond fitness. So tell me a little bit about like your, your, your view and where does fitness fit into all of this? And, and how has your kind of idea of that changed from maybe, you know, five, eight years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Great question. That's a, a great way to finish the, uh, so you used a term before that, that I like to use a lot and it's the front lines, right? Where the fitness industry, you know, we're on the front lines, uh, meaning once if they, if we can't, if we can't do it for them, they're going to have to resort to, uh, like what I've, we've already mentioned is a, essentially a failing system in healthcare. Um, but let's focus on what we can do first, right? So what we can do and what we have to remember is as fitness coaches or whatever you are, if you're a practitioner or, or any kind of coach or has someone, they come to you already, um, they come into you, you know, your gym or your facility or whatever, and they trust you, right? They have, you have a relationship with them. They trust you. They um, have probably had success with you before. And with that trust, we may not realize this, but in most cases, as a coach, we're probably um, one of the most, if not the most influential person in their life in regards to their overall health, right? And uh, they, they very, very, very uh, unlikely that they have this same level of relationship and communication and understanding with their doctor as they do with their coach, right? And uh, as a coach, um, once we've developed that relationship, they're going to naturally turn to us for more. They're going to naturally turn to us for help. And I'm sure any coach listening right now can, can probably agree that they realize that once you get to know your clients, a lot more than just fitness becomes a discussion, right? Like they start to open up about all different stuff. Um, there's no, there's no, it's no coincidence that that's happening. It's because they don't have a lot of people in their life that they can comfortably open up to about other types of 
issues, problems, concerns in their life um, that may not fall under the umbrella of fitness necessarily, but definitely fall under the umbrella of health and, you know, human optimization. And I strongly believe that, you know, fitness is only, you know, part of that bigger picture, right? That bigger picture. And if, if we can, um, be an expert for them in fitness and be an influence for them in fitness and be a leader in that we have all of the tools that we need. We have the relationship. We have the opportunity, I should say, is the, is the main thing to step up and be more for them. And when we understand that, Oh, you know, well, I don't have all the answers. Or I don't know all this stuff or I'm not an expert on this stuff yet. I get that. I get that. And there's ways of, you know, attacking those uh, issues themselves. But what we have to understand is who else is going to do it? right? Who, who else are they going to turn to? They don't really have anybody until they've gotten to the point where like something is so bad that they have to go see a doctor, right? And when they, and we know what's going to happen at that, at that point where they're, they're not going to get, the people that are going to be treating them at that point aren't going to be the people that have the love and care and respect and compassion for them the way you do. And uh, if we embrace that and realize, hey, I don't know it all and I'm not perfect, but I don't see anyone else doing it. I don't see anyone else stepping up. So I, that's, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to step up and I'm going to be more for these people. I'm going to deliver what they need on a bigger level and make their lives better and make my life better along the way by doing it. Yeah, exactly. There's a, there's a, a gap there in the system right now that the coach is the one so beautifully like set up to fill it. And mm. you know, they're, they're really the only ones who can. And, and it just takes coaches, like we're talking about, leveling up and, and stepping into that responsibility to, to make this big change. And so, so last, last little spot, like we're really just looking into the future. Where do you see the future of health going for, you know, individuals, um, for, for coaching, for, for all of that stuff? What do you see the future looking like? So I think that, um, I think that, well, more and more people are, are losing trust in the healthcare system, right? And just their abilities to feel like, um, you know, that, that, that they'll be okay if they have to end up in a situation where they need, you know, serious medical intervention. Um, so because of that, they, you know, th that's just becoming a kind of, I would say, global feeling, right? That like, it's, it's no secret anymore that uh, there's a lot of problems there, right? Wh whether we get, need to get into them or not. But um, and then at the same time, what we've seen in the fitness industry over the last 10 years and the explosion of, of micro gyms and, and uh, you know, coaches and leaders and influencers within this space, people are being more and more drawn and more and more trusting of the people who maybe don't have the letters next to their name, but are out there every day learning and learning and learning and learning and bringing it back and teaching and sharing and experiencing themselves and and sharing from their own, you know, exploration and experience like we talked about. Um, and that gap, like, like you said, that gap is um, something where it, we basically just have a choice of whether or not we want to step up and, and, and fill that gap and play that role. And if we decide, yeah, I want to do more, I want to help bigger, I want to take on more responsibility, there's absolutely nothing stopping you from doing. You don't need anybody's permission. You don't need anybody's um, you know, if you can help them, show them that you can help them and, uh, and, and they'll trust you and they'll give you the chance because there's no one else that they can turn to. So I see fitness, uh, evolving much, much further beyond the gym walls. 
And I see us understanding that fitness is kind of a gateway drug, so to speak, to, to you know, life optimization, right? Like people are coming there to get fit because they think, yeah, I want to get fit, I want to get healthy, I want to feel good. And then realizing, wow, there's actually so much more to this. And the coaches are the same thing. So fitness is like the first phase of this evolution. And, um, you know, we have an abundance now of coaches and gyms and uh, of, of people who are capable of doing more. It's just now who's ready to evolve, who's ready to step up and, and take on more and take on a bigger role and make real changes in, in our com local communities and our societies. Uh, so I think that the, the, the opportunities now for coaches are more than ever before uh, as a business owner, as, as an influencer, as an ability to, to make your mark as an expert and, and you know, truly develop um, the, the framework for a long-term, uh, sustainable, and very successful career. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, I love how you call it the gateway drug. It really is. It gets you into the, it's flashy, it's all this and that. Um, gets you into the world and then you can, you know, expand from there. And yeah, really the, the, the infrastructure for it is there with there's, there's coaches all over the place. There's tons. Mm -hmm. It's, mm -hmm. it's being built over the last 10, you know, 15 years. And now it's just time to really upgrade the software and, right. and take it to the next level uh, to get people these real, um, real results and experience what true health and hundred percent actually feels like. Exactly. So, yeah. And just to hit one last little thing, like you said, the framework is there, like there's already, gyms and coaches all over the place who are like, man, I want, I want to do more. I want to help more. Like I know I can, I'm constantly sharing stuff. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm learning, I'm learning. And then literally in the same building, there's people walking around in their mind. They're like, they know they need more. They know they want to do different stuff. They know they're starting to see, maybe it's not all conscious. Some of it's subconscious, but they know like something's missing, right? Like it's not all going to happen in this, in this gym, in this one hour a week and literally in the same buildings. And we can just get them to, 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 to kind of lift the veil that's in between them and face each other and have that clarity on what's possible there. Immediately, worldwide now, you have a, a, an eruption of success on both sides. Yeah, yes, frustrated coaches, frustrated clients, yes. and the answer is just going beyond just fitness. Yep, exactly. Right on. Cool. And I think that's a great place to wrap this one up. Um, it was a great conversation today, diving into really just the, the birth of all of this. Um, we could definitely sit here and talk all day about the ins and outs and clicking on uh, everything that got to where we were, but, but that's a great little synopsis. So um, thank you all for, for listening to episode one of O2-3 Radio. Uh, if you're interested in leveling up your coaching and, and seeing a little bit more about what we're about, um, go definitely check us out on Instagram at, at O2-3 underscore coaching underscore system. That's like the letter O2-3 underscore coaching underscore system, or check us out on our website at, uh, at www.023coach.com. Um, and if you did enjoy this podcast, please share it, leave a rating, leave a like, share it with a friend, uh, somebody who may be interested in hearing it. Uh, we want to get this message out and you guys are our army to, to help do that. So uh, thanks again for listening guys. And we'll catch you in the next one. See ya.